0: You're listening to an official podcast of the New York City Church of Christ in Brooklyn, preaching God's word to New York's biggest borough. Today I want to uh, talk about embracing the problem with Christmas. You say, what? There's a problem with Christmas? Yes. Today I want to talk about embracing that problem. You know, everybody loves babies, don't we? Babies are adorable. And honestly, it doesn't even matter what, kind, what species we're talking about, right? Baby anything is adorable. It could be baby human, of course, baby dog, a puppy, baby cat, a kitten. It could be a baby penguin. Adorable. A baby alligator. You know, adorable. It could even be an intergalactic species, a baby Yoda. And it could just absolutely, right? Babies... Our are adorable. And honestly, I believe that's much of the appeal of Christmas this time of year. I thought about showing the clip from uh, Talladega Nights Baby Jesus, but that's just, it would need too much editing. It's just, it was too bad of a clip. But, the idea is that I think that people love the idea of God as a baby. Right? Cute. A cuddly little Baby Jesus. We sing the song Away in a Manger, No Crib for a Bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. Right? I mean, we like this idea of God being an infant because God then becomes approachable. And God is not scary. And God is not intimidating. In fact, God is even a little needy and maybe a little bit helpless. You know? And I think all of these images of God are okay because God is the one who became a baby. And I think there's truth in all this, and I think all of this is good. But there is a problem with this whole thing. And the problem is this God didn't stay a baby. Right? The cute little cuddly, adorable eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus, he grew up. And he became a man. He became kind of a wild man. You know, baby Jesus became a man who made some of the wildest claims ever. Jesus claimed that he was the only path to God. That's John chapter 14. Jesus claimed that he had the ability to remove sins. That's Matthew chapter 9. Jesus claimed that he would die... And then come back to life. That's Mark chapter 8. This baby became a man. And this man had some very high expectations for us. He said things like, if you want to follow me, I must be absolutely first in your heart, in your mind, your soul, your strength. That's Luke chapter 14. God, He, 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 got, he, he said, you got problems with people? His expectation wasn't that you retaliate, but that you instead love and pray for those people. That's Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 5. He even even said, if you want to live, if you truly want to live, then you must first spiritually die. I mean, his expectations were very high. That's John chapter 12. This baby became a man and he did some incredibly courageous things as well he touched untouchable people he cried for people who were hurting he listened to outsiders he confronted hypocrites he believed in the unbelievable uh, uh, the unbelievable he even loved the unloved you see the problem with christmas is that the baby grows up and the baby becomes a man that would go on to change the world. And so the call for us today, the challenge for us today, is to not fear or hide from this man, but instead to welcome him, to embrace the problem with Christmas. You know, God, in His infinite, infinite wisdom, felt the need to make this point. In Luke chapter 2, where I had you turn, Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 21, it says, On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time had come, for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. Verse 24. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of doves or two young pigeons. Verse 25 says, now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was a righteous man. A man And devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Verse 27 it says, moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents, who's Mary and Joseph, brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required... Simeon took him, the baby, into his arms and he praised God saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled will pierce your own soul too. Wow. What kind of thing is that to say to a new mom, right? You know, can you imagine going to a drugstore and finding that on a Hallmark card? You know, congratulations, it's going to be tough. Love me. That's what's going on here. This guy, Simeon, comes to Mary and Joseph and says to Mary specifically that a sword about Jesus will pierce your own soul too. Listen, we got a real Christmas party going on here. If you read a little bit before what I just said, there's singing angels, there's shepherds, there's wise men with gifts, and there's even a designated star in the sky for this baby. They're having a great party. But in the midst Of this Christmas celebration God felt the need to point something out through Simeon he felt the need to point out there is one problem with this whole thing and that is this it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard he's not going to stay a baby he is going to change the world and you are gonna feel some of the pain that's the message that God shares in the midst of this Christmas party. Why? Why would you do that, God? Why? Maybe it's because God knows we don't always want all the facts. Right? Sometimes we just want part of the facts. Just tell me what I tell me the good part. You know, we want the good, but we don't always want the bad. Right, We want the promises, but we don't always want the challenges. We want the paycheck, but we don't necessarily want to do the work. We want the dessert, but we don't really want the calories. You know what I'm saying? And so God, through Simeon, is giving us a bigger picture of baby Jesus. That Yes, it's amazing that Jesus came to this planet as a baby. But he doesn't stay a baby. He becomes a man. The truth is, following God is sometimes hard. Amen? Okay. You agree? Okay. Has that been your experience? It's been my experience. At times, following God means being sad. It means being alone at times. Sometimes it means being mocked. Sometimes it means being scared. Sometimes it means being marginalized. You know, the Psalms are full of this idea, right? David wrote in Psalm 57, verse four, he put, I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows whose tongues are sharp words. Can you relate to that? Can you relate to that? I mean, that's a guy speaking about the pain sometimes associated with being a follower of God's. You know, but don't you really want to know what you're in for? Don't you really want to know the whole picture? I mean, mean, you kind of don't. But don't you kind of want to know? I mean, think about all of those prescription drug uh, commercials that you see on TV, right? You know, yeah, sure, it's a cure for baldness, but it causes nausea, you know, and frequent bleeding from your eyes, you know, maybe twitches, maybe an IRS audit. You know, I mean, there's, aren't you kind of glad that they're required to give you the entire picture? Right? And that's the problem with baby Jesus, is there's a bigger picture, and that sometimes following God is challenging. But the secret, the secret to it, the secret through enduring that pain is just what David does, and that's turning to God in the midst of the pain. He is eternal. He is our strength. In fact, the very next verse in that psalm I read you, Psalm 57, verse 5, David says, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. David understood the pain associated with following God, but knew the secret to making it through was turning to God himself and finding strength in his eternal power. God, why would you ruin a perfectly good Christmas party? I think it's to give us a clearer picture and to teach us to turn to him. Listen, it is Christmas and the baby is special, but the baby does grow up and the baby Does and says some things that are pretty strong and controversial things. So I want to encourage you and I today to embrace, embrace the problem of Christmas. Don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Don't even be surprised by it. Embrace the problem of Christmas. Now I'm using the word problem. I mean that, you know, I mean that sort of tongue in cheek because it's really not a problem that the boy became a man. In fact, if the boy didn't become a man, it would have been a big problem for us. It would have been disastrous for us if baby Jesus did not become man Jesus. It would have been disastrous because there would have been no chance. For our salvation, There would have been nobody to lead the way for us. There would have been nobody to believe in us. There would have been nobody to fight on our behalf, to be our advocate. There would be nobody to guide us and strengthen us. There would be no hope for us if the baby never became a man. So when I say it's a problem, it's not really even a problem. We need, we need baby Jesus to become man Jesus and to save our souls. So even more I plead with you. Embrace this problem of Christmas. Embrace it. Let me close out by reading you John chapter 1 verses 10 through 13. Listen to how John summarizes what I've just said here to you. John chapter 1 verses 10 through 13. It says he was in the world And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Those who believe in him, those who embrace the problem of Christmas, he gave the right to to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but children born of God. Let us embrace this problem and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of the New York City Church of Christ in Brooklyn. For more information about our church, visit bkchurch.com.